This episode contains language that may not be suitable for some people. Listener discretion is advised. Now we're coming up to the last episode here with Chick. I'd really like to dedicate this whole podcast series to two really close confidants of Chick's, Ron Whelan, one of the first scrutineers at Summonat and a friend from the Dragway, and also John Winterburn, who we interviewed in the first part of this series, better known as Stomper. They both passed recently. And uh, I think it's just really fitting that we commemorate them by dedicating this podcast to both those guys, and they'll be sincerely missed. Hi, I'm Alan Webb, and I've been with this crazy event called Summonat since it started. In 2020, 33 years later, we've just come out of the Summonats we held while Australia was burning around us. And like the rest of you, we walked straight into the world-stopping coronavirus pandemic. During the first couple of weeks of this crisis, Andy Lopez asked me, if I'd like to tell the story of Chick Henry and the Summonats. I asked Cam Sullings, a camera journal and presenter, to help me tell what we think is one of the truly great Australian stories. This is what we came up with. What comes to mind when you think of Canberra, Australia's capital city? Maybe the fact that it's a peaceful, calm, pretty place where laws are made. Well, for four special days in January, Canberra becomes the complete opposite of all those things. It becomes a different kind of capital city, the capital city of noise. The capital city of horsepower. The capital city for burnouts, chrome, turbos and blowers. Canberra becomes the capital city of fun, whether it be with your friends or family. Yes, Canberra is home to an event like no other. Canberra is home to the Summonats. Being part of this podcast, speaking to the people, hearing their stories, feeling their passion, makes us realise just how important Summonats is for so many people and how important the people are to the actual event. They're part of its DNA. The event has given a large section of our community a voice, a place to belong and believe. Chick's vision, passion and absolute dedication has created something truly unique. And what's great about him is he's a really good bloke. He's given so much to so many. Rob Sahabi from Rides by Cam has been a friend since Chick supported his business aspirations over 20 years ago. Rob has gone on to own an awesome business building some of Australia's best street machines. He's also carved out a huge name in the US with success from three hand-built vehicles that put him on the world stage. So Rob, Chick played um, the role of a mentor to you. What are your memories of him when you were a younger fellow, around about sort of 18 or so? The very first time I met Chick Henry would have been at a, a car show in Sydney when I was living in Sydney. I, I had a little Gemini and, um, you know, I really didn't have much money <laughs> to do anything with it, but, you know, I gave it my best shot and... Um, it won a few trophies at a car show out near Eastern Creek. I'll never forget, he was on stage and he, he turned around and, and we'd won a couple of trophies for this car and he turned around and he goes, you know what, I had a look at this thing and, and I think this is a young fellow we need to keep an eye on. From then on, I, I really wouldn't sort of be where I am today without 
chick's influence or help. I rang up Chick Henry and I said, look, could you please help me put this letter together to approach shops around Australia to let them know this new product line that we were going to start importing. Um, and I rocked up there and there would have been about 10 or 11 people in this boardroom and I sort of said to him, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. And he said, no, these guys are here for you. They're, they're here because I asked them to. Mm. Probably the next week after that, we had a bit of a meeting there and, and the next week I had a letter together that his guys had drafted up for me to for me to put on my letterhead to approach the companies around Australia that I wanted to approach to stock these products. That's what kicked my importing business off. Um, and as a young fella, I was blown away by that. There would have been a fair few years later, we were at um, Summonats and we are at a, and me and Chick were catching up and I said, hey, got to ask you a question because we're pretty close. And I said, look, Chick, all those years ago, man, when you helped me out, I've never really thanked you and I've I really want to thank you from, you know, the bottom of my heart for what you did and helped me out. But I really want to ask you a question at the same time. Why did you help me out like that? And why did you not ask for any money? He said, well, let me tell you something. I've I've always had a, a soft spot for people and I've always helped people out that ask for help. And that, and that was him in a nutshell. Our industry wouldn't be what it is today without him. Rob, what do you love about the Summonats? Car culture. I don't think you can get much deeper than Chick Henry in our country. In my eyes, he is the Summonats. He is the car god. You've been able to make Summonats a a family affair, and you see a lot of that in car building, don't you? I'm loving working with my boys. I look at the whole car culture as as a big family of people. We've all got the same passion and the same love for cars, and what better way to do it than something like Summonats? Well, Chick, we know how wonderful these days the City Cruise is. Back in the day, though, it was called the Super Cruise when you took all the amazing cars and you drove them down Northbourne Avenue. I think it was about 1993, though, that you came over one of the rises and you just saw a sea of people. Tell us about that. Well, for a moment, if I, if I can go back a, a fair bit, the, a cruise at the Nationals was a big deal, and it was usually a cruise up the main street. So cruising was part of the culture. And so when we were going to run the cruise during the summer nats, it was going to be a super cruise because there were so many cars and it was such a big deal to be in the national capital and go down Northbourne Avenue, down and back, which is such a wonderful place to have a parade and a cruise and people can line the road. So the Super Cruise was the perfect name. And so we, we'd run it since the first summer nats. But one of the problems that we had, of course, was that everybody wanted to join the party. So it was always a battle to keep the hangers on out of the cruise. You had the sticker on the window. Well, that identified that you were an entrant. And it was big. It was getting a bit out of hand to be quite honest just the sheer enormity of it and the number of police and everybody that we needed to have but anyway that so here we go now i've got the camaro just i'd only just got it on the road and i was the second car in the parade and i was behind the police car that was sort of leading the parade which was uh, an old xarxb falcon that the, the coppers actually had as a as a police car used to. as we're heading down towards dixon Bear in mind that this this cruise was going to be a big deal. We had to 
Chris Webb and the Sweaty Palms playing on the back of the truck. They had a generator <laughs> hanging under the back of the truck. And we had John Noonan in his um, uh, supercharged dragster that he could start up. So it was a brilliant thing. When the word had got around, that's for sure, because when we got to North Delights there at Dixon, a major intersection here in Canberra, I could not believe what I was seeing. You would never know, but I would say there must have been 30,000 people at that bloody intersection, and I've gone, oh, there's no wonder people said to me, you didn't look like you were having a good time. I was in shock. <laughs> it's no wonder that the police and the government and everybody, we all had a big conference about what we are gonna do, and the management was just too much, so that's why we ended up running it back at uh, Exhibition Park. You just must love that we've been able to bring it back, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and, but to my mind, one of the greatest things that I've been able to participate in, we had a tremendous relationship with the government. It was great for years. I was so proud of the fact that we used to have our regular meetings before the event and uh, during the event and after the event with the Rangers and the EPA and the Watson residents across the road and this one and this one. And we had this great cooperative arrangement where everybody had a stake in it all. It was chaired by, by good people and, and it was great that we were able to do that and, and put good plans together. You know, And I, I reckon that's probably in a way, one of, the, one of the things that I'm most proud of that most people wouldn't really know of. Want to get your hands on the latest Street Machine Summonat's official merch? We're proud to announce the launch of our brand new online merch store that's packed with awesome gear. There's t-shirts, footies, beanies, bar mats and more from your favourite past events. We've even remade the original Summonat's One t-shirts. Classic! Grab any piece of merch for a limited time and you'll score a bonus bit of merch completely free. It's only while stocks last and some items will sell out. So head to summonats.com.au now. When did you realise the importance of the event as far as a tourism driver was concerned for Canberra? I knew it from day one. I, even when we ran the Street Machine Nationals. And, and in fact, um, one of the things that I, I, when I met with the tourism people... The, the information that went out to the entrance with their advice letter and all that sort of stuff went out in a butte folder that um, was all about tourism in Canberra, you know, things to visit. These are round figures. You know, 70% of the people that came to the, came to the event were from out of town. 30% obviously the locals. And what we call local was Wagga, the coast, you know, and even Sydney. That, because uh, local to me was a day's drive. And a lot of people used to come to the event just for the day. They'd come down Saturday, get here early, go home Saturday night after the entertainment. When people were here, especially people that brought their wives and girlfriends who didn't want to hang out all day with their their man just talking shit about cars all bloody day, <laughs> they'd get in the car, their other car, and go to like the War Memorial and Questacon and the museum and different things. We, we had a big promotional deal done with the National Library. So it was a, a massive boost to the, to the ACT people that worked at the event, the electricians and the hire companies and the food vans and the ice man. The summonats had a huge effect on people. There are those that hated the event, hated it with a passion, okay. There are people who, you know, a bit mixed about it. Then you had a group that were fascinated by it all and they'd go just out of the sheer curiosity. 
But then you've got the fanatics. Some of that is, is a part of their life that can never change. So those people were all quite definable. And it was important to even the people that hated the place, like the neighbours, you know, to stay in touch with them. They knew that, that if there was a problem, that, that I'd deal with it. We'd work out ways to fix it. I, we, the people that work with me in the office and everything, worked so hard to do what we needed to do to make sure that we could run the event next time. Tell us what happened to Summonats after the huge 20th and 21st birthday events, which then led to the selling of the event. Well, mate, I guess everything in life, you know, when you do things in business, you know, you know the sunset clause is coming. You know you just can't keep doing it forever. Um, and and the, the pressure was getting at me, you know, like, I, you know, I was in a fair bit older. I, what I've had to deal with, the financial pressure was really closing in on me. But to be quite honest, uh, when the time came to sell, it was really three really important points about it. One was I just didn't want to deal with the stress of it all anymore. Now, I lived at 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. It was with me all the time. Well, how much stress can a body stand? Can a head stand? And, I, and I'm, God only knows how I've made it this far. I knew that my time was coming, but the financial side of it was really starting to, to get it away from me. And if we'd had rain one or two weeks before the event and solid rain and, and rain during the summer nats, I would never have survived it financially. But the last part of it, and this is probably the most significant very personal part of it was that every single person that came in that gate was my responsibility. It was my event. I started it. I funded it. I was responsible for every single part of that event. We ran a wild and crazy event for a long, long time. And it was just amazing that we were able to get away with some of the things that we got away with. So you got the sale done, the deal was done, the new owners had come in. Did you have confidence in them? I, I did. You know, one was a car enthusiast. That helped. Um, the, the quiet achiever, um, you know, I could see that he was a, a, you know, a very quiet but thoughtful person and I knew what his background was and I knew that he would understand many of the things that we, we had had to do and uh, and then with Andy I knew I didn't come to know what his background was you know in concerts and you know uh, stuff his, that his mum was involved in so he had a quite a reputation and all of that now I guess the worry to it was would they understand the nature of the event like the true nature it wasn't just an event it was a celebration it was a festival it was a coming together of cultures. It was hard to compare it to anything. And did they really understand? Did they really know what they were buying? I, I've never said it straight up, but the thing that disappointed me in the whole thing is that the boys didn't engage my knowledge very much. And that hurt me a lot, to tell you the truth. But I did give them an important piece of information that I think that, that Andy said he still got. And so when the first event that they were there, I gave them a list of things that I believed they should go and have a look at. You see this and see that, and I think I said some words at the end, which is something like, don't be a pain in the ass to people. (laughs) (laughs) I knew these were different sort of guys. They were professional enough and confident enough to know that, you know, it was going to be okay. 
and and look, I'm 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 realistic enough to know that not everything can stay the same. I mean, for God's sake, I tried to make adjustments every year because that's what what people liked about what we did. But I knew that they would have a different perspective. They had to have an understanding that the culture of the deal, and this is this is people's whole life. They work a whole bloody year to get to the summer. That's, this was Mecca. This was their time. Their whole life revolved around it. And once you understood the depth of passion that the people had, you would then be able to understand why we did certain things the way we did. I hope deep in their hearts they're, they're glad that they did it and find satisfaction in the whole thing. Do you still see the original Summonats in today's event? Yeah, the, mate, the primary events, the, those parts that were, were part of the, you know, the primary part of the fo- program all those years ago, you know, the go to woe and the burnout and the arena events, the street cars, the street elite cars out on the arena, the elite cars in the buildings, the tough street cars, and we had the dyno cell, airbrush, tattoos, then we had Miss Summonats. Really, overall, the event hasn't changed much. Street Machine Summonats 34 is set to be one of the biggest horsepower parties Canberra has ever seen. Tickets are selling fast and discount entries are now open for a limited time via the website. And that's also where you'll find our brand new range of official Street Machine Summonats merch. Entrant and Platinum Passes will sell out very soon, so head to summonats.com.au to lock in your spot today. Well, Chick, it's been uh, it's been a few days now. So, um, reflecting on everything that we spoke about, have you had a moment to think about it all and sort of you know take it all in? Yeah, mate, I have. Um, you know, there's so much to it. You know, and, and um, it, it's really somewhat overwhelming. You know, when I start to pull it apart and, and think into it, and yet you know, but I've never really um, lost sight of the enormity that the event is i know how much it means to so many people you know in some ways it means more to them than it does to me which probably seems a bit weird but it's just that there are you know hundreds and thousands of people that that see it as the you know the greatest place they go to once a year and and that pleases me enormously and and so you know, to be able to know that I created that, it's a, a wonderful thing, to be quite honest. I, I truly do enjoy that so many people got so much out of it. And I, I want to thank so many people too, you know, for coming to my party and participating in it. And I'm so grateful to all of those people that came and, and, and enjoyed the party with me. It's, it's just fantastic. I, you know, I, 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 all I can do is just say one really, really big thank you to all of those people that helped make this summer. That's um, what it is. And so when it came time to hand over, I mean, you know, you've had the event since day one, since the conception. Um, it must have almost been like handing over your firstborn child. There is a child element. Um, I guess I was so determined, and I mentioned it before, that to, to try and pass on as much knowledge um, as I could um, to Andy and the boys. Um, uh, and, it, and, and it was important, too, because there was so much they needed to know. Mm. But, but really, it was more like um, having brought a child into the world and then and adopting it out 
and then because I I helped it I helped the child grow up mm. and then I adopted it out and you know what I could still go and visit it I you know gave it to the new parents and I was still able to go and visit it and it was more like an adoption rather than um, you know giving up my my first born child <laughs> Well, speaking of the new parents, of course, um, Andy Lopez, many people will know him. Um, he, he's the guy who's out the front talking to the media, um, you know, doing all the sponsorship style engagements and everything like that. And Andy's been good enough to drop in. Welcome, Andy Lopez. Hey, guys. Chick. Hello, mate. Man. Hello, mate. <laughs> So Andy, t- tell us about <laughs> tell us about you know your early days because you know originally you you're not a car guy, right? I'm an events guy. I guess my my background by the time I'd met Chick, I'd been in the events events industry for about twelve years, mm. running my own gigs. Um, and we did a lot of different style of stuff: music festivals, sport events, government celebrations, things like Australia Day, and all that kind of stuff. Where we were used to dealing with massed crowds and lots of people and different kinds of stakeholders and all that sort of thing, often in high-pressure environments. So that was our background. I was I love events. I love putting them on. I love seeing people come to something that you've created, put on and bang, it all goes and everyone goes home happy, stoked and, you know, having had a really fat time and so that was that was sort of my thing, and I'm a business person as well. I can, you know, as I said, run my own thing. We'd done by the time I'd met Chick, I'd probably done a thousand events in my short career for a lot of different types of people. And so then we were working the ACT, doing stuff for the ACT government. Um, this really nice lady called Diane Island, who Chick and I, a, a mutual friend and a work associate, a work associate, um, said, "Oh." She said, I think this event that we have here in Canberra, the Summonats, is going to be coming up for sale. You should have a look for it. Have a look at it. And I'm, as you said, I'm not a car guy. Never heard of, I'd heard of the Summonats, I think. I had no real idea about it. And um, she made an introduction to Chick and his um, – and do you remember Vic Dawson, Chick, your, your yeah, selling I, agent? Yeah, yeah, mate, absolutely. A, a, yeah. a, a great man. It taught me a lot, yeah. quite honestly. Yeah, I was going to say, a really really lovely guy, softly spoken, smart as a tack or sharp as a tack, whatever the <laughs> expression is. And um, he introduced us in early 2009, I think it was, and um, we had this sort of like protracted sale process. And I'll, I'll be straight up. After a couple of months of looking at it, I did not want to buy the Summonats and did not want to be involved in it because oh, for a range of reasons, it just like, you know, we had other business priorities at the time. I love Chick. Don't get me wrong. Like Chick reminded me, this will sound weird. You're talking about giving your firstborn over as adopted and other strangely uncomfortable metaphors like that. But <laughs> Chick, you reminded me a lot of my mum. Uh, my mum created this amazing event called the School Spectacular 35 years ago, actually, funnily enough, the same year that, no, five years, I should say, before the Simonass was created. This yeah, fantastic and I, highly respected, regarded yeah. lady from, yeah. from, from all that I know. Yeah, and that's, and I, I, I've said that to Chick before, like the passion that he had and what he created and the vision and everything that he had for the Summonats as I grew to learn more about it reminded me a heap of this 
same experience that I'd grown up with in this thing, the School Spectacular, which is a music and performing arts festival for young people, 2,500 performers at the Sydney Entertainment Centre and, and so on, and just seeing chicks, understanding chicks drive for that reminded me of my mum's passion and stuff that I'd grown up in around the School Spectacular. And uh, in a strange way, it was it was like, yeah, it was very familiar to me, that thing. I didn't understand cars and I didn't understand the event at all. And, and to be honest, the stuff that I looked at back in the days on YouTube and that kind of stuff, it was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, most of the videos you looked at on Summit Ads on YouTube did not reflect the event as it was. It was the stuff that people would put because they thought it was cool and smart to take the shit stuff out of the event and focus on that, which really did not pay credit to what Chick had created and to also all the great people that were going. People just like to put up videos of guys doing stupid stuff in cars or security guards bashing bashing people up. That's That was the main stuff that you used to see on YouTube. And it was not what the event was about. It got a really bad rap in the media. Chick was standing up for his event and standing up for his community and often doing that on his own, you know, without the support I know Chick's been very kind about government and that sort of stuff and things he said. I don't feel that gave him anywhere near enough support a lot of the time. And he was creating this fantastic thing for the community, both of the economic impact in the ACT and also the street machine community around. Anyway, so the long and the short of it was I was shit scared of the Summonats as a business proposition and, and what it would be like. The process went on for such a long time and I really, as I said, I really liked Chick and admired him. At some point, Vic said, you just, you need to make an offer. And I made an offer, which I thought, I, I actually didn't think the guys would be interested in. And then Vic said, I'll take it to him. And they came back and we did some more negotiating. I think we got to a fair place. But at that point, I was like, I've got to buy it now because if I don't do it and I've made this offer and I go renege on it, I'll be the biggest asshole in the world. So I bought it What with my mate Andrew B with my cousin Dominic. We bought the event. I went down there by Saturday morning. I'd been drinking for seven days. I was so hungover when I got to the event trying to do media and understand what was going on. I went into my side office and I burst into tears thinking, what have I done? And it was a pretty quiet Saturday, to be honest, like compared to what we have now. And I just thought, look, this is it. This is my life. This is what I'm doing now. And just thought, shit, and started, had a bit of a sob, tired and emotional from 8,000 litres of beer and bourbon. And But I would say, and I said to Chick at this year's event, after 11 years, so we've done half as many events as Chick ran now, which is, so we're still the new owners, but we're halfway there. So I said to Chick that no matter what, I'm ex- eternally grateful for the opportunity he gave us because... This is what we do now as my business has changed. I, we have the Summer Nats, we have Red Center Nats, we have Motor X, we have, we've got a new one coming up in the future, Rocky Nats. So many of the same people who supported Chick, he, he managed to keep them supporting us and we've formed our own relationships and kept going. We have 100,000 people coming every year and all of it's based on the model that Chick created and I think by third year in, we realised that we actually had a really serious responsibility. Chick was Chick had been remember Chick had worked with us for three years yep. as our yep. CEO and and all that sort of thing, and stayed on and and helped us. And 
And at the end of that time, the legacy value of what we had to do was became incredibly apparent. I think the first time I cracked the shits in the media and went, I'm sick and tired of people saying, oh, you know, the media, you're all bogans, you all do this, you all do that. And I was like, you don't know anything about us except that we like cars. Every other assumption you make is just noise. The only thing that you know is that we like cars, we're here at the summit to have a good time now. And I thought, oh, shit, I believe it now. Summonats is the biggest horsepower party on earth and the best way to do Summonats is with a Platinum Pass. Going Platinum gets you more than just prime shaded seating at the burnout pad. You'll also score an official Summonats merch pack, Platinum only discounts, early access to the top 60, a fast lane to get into the venue, free parking and more. Platinum Passes sell out every year so grab yours today from summonats.com.au and do the Nats in style. Chick, we've been counting through your top six all-time favourite Summonats memories. What's the memory that stands out as your all-time favourite? I'm going to start this off by saying when people say what's special next time, that's a big deal to me because it no tells me that people love what I do. But it's the full program that we've created. This is the big deal. It's the full program. It's the cruising and the top 60 and the Saturday night entertainment and the stunts and Tough Street and Horsepower Heroes and the arena events and the airbrush and the tattoo and Miss Summonats and the kids' awards and, and the exhibitors and the sponsors and the crowds. And when you weigh all that up, when you weigh all of that up, that is the biggest effect overall on me that we have been able to do that (laughs) sorry mate i'm getting a bit emotional here and uh, could any party be any better (laughs) i'm struggling with that mate just the fact that you've brought this emotion now to this part of the conversation at the very end of the final episode shows the absolute passion. And like you say, it's been a, your, your own party the whole way along and you're still able to live elements of it as well. And what you've been able to, to bring to the community of Canberra, to the culture and all the different tribes that you've spoken about and all the different memories. And you're absolutely right. That came from you. You took that one idea all the way through to what it is now. It's an absolute testament to you. Yeah, thanks, mate. And, you know, it's it's nice. Uh, you know, when I catch up with the boys and, you know, they're pleased to see me and I see them and they're getting along okay and that's cool. But for me to, to now go out there and park my 62 and I just hang out and have a rave to people and, and I still have a bloody Dagwood dog. <laughs> still, you know, cruise around and, and um, you know, sneak a slushy in every now and again. Yeah. Chick, it has just been an absolute pleasure to be a part of this whole thing, to relive it and just to listen to your memory. So thank you so much for being able to be a part of this wonderful Summonats podcast. Uh, it's my absolute pleasure, Cam, and it's um, you know, and thank you for being the person that's talked to me. I I really have enjoyed that. So I'm going to wrap this up. We've listened to you know hours of memories. We've had some wonderful, wonderful guests. Um, it's excellent to hear Andy Lopez here. Um, you know, in the final minutes of the podcast, Andy, I'll hand final words for you over now. Final words would be, and I, I, as I said, I, I, I'll reiterate what I said to Chick 
at when we caught up this year. For us as new owners, like we're incredibly grateful. Well, new owners, shit, 11 year owners. Yes. For us as the, as the new guys, we have always been really grateful for both the opportunity and the generosity that's been shown. It's it's never easy to to either hand something over or to be the one that's it's been handed to 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 find your own place in it all, while still paying respect and tribute to what's come before. I think the the Summonats event is in some ways exactly the same as it always was, and and in many ways it's really different. Like it'll have the DNA of Chick in it long after we've all finished talking about it or doing it and hopefully it'll have a bit of our dna in it as well um this the community in the end though owns the event and while we what is it's like being it's like you know we we serve at the pleasure of the community the summonats does exist beyond anyone who owns it or runs it it exists only in the hearts of the people who attend it and come to it, whether there's spectators, the entrance, the exhibitors, um, the sponsors, media, etc. But it's that's where it really, the heart of it lives and belongs and whether we own it in five years or someone else or whatever, as long as the, as long as the automotive community of Australia and that want it to happen, it'll happen and they'll come and they'll have a really, really good time and they'll go home and they'll come again. And Chick, as we wrap things up, what are your final thoughts? Mate, um, yeah, and I, I reiterate that, you know, what Andy said, you know, that, that's what it is. We we do it for the people. It's all very well for me to say what I've said about my party, but but we, we do it for this massive community who, you know, we've created this thing that brings so much enjoyment to so many people. And I'm grateful to everybody, including Andy for and the boys for, for keeping it alive and um, the enormous amount of satisfaction that I feel. I'm proud that for Dad, he put his own self-belief and backside on the line. He never lost sight of the ultimate goal and he loved making people happy. You know, often we'd finish up at midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Dad would leave before me some nights and then I'd be driving out and here he'd be on the side of the road having a beer with some of the spectators because he just loved hearing and enjoying that time with them, having a great time. On reflection of putting this podcast together, I realised how fortunate we all were in the late 80s when street machining was at the crossroads. Chick took us down the right road to grow our hobby into a credible industry. By starting Summonats and giving traders, entrants, car builders and putters clear direction and achievable goals, we witnessed a whole new world of custom cars. I've also realised that when we're at the next crossroads, Andy Lopez and his team not only kept Summonats alive, but took it to the next level and then added Motorex, Red Center Nats, Rocky Nats to give us not only the best car events, but the best car culture on this planet. So there you have it. Chick Henry, his Summonat story. I'd like to thank the many people who helped us make this podcast possible. Owen Webb and Ange Henry, who put the story together, and all our special guests. 
Andrew B., one of the new owners for producing the show. To our sponsors, clients, fans, entrants, staff, and everyone who made the Summer Nats the institution that it is today. Thank you. And a Chick Henry. Mate, you're a bloody legend. Thank you for giving us the Summer Nats. Now, for information for spectators, entrants, sponsors, and other events, just hit the website, summonats.com.au. It's a car deal, you know, everybody gets on with everybody else and we, we remain friends from that day on. It's got a lot to do with Chick's vision of, you know, taking what we knew, you know, what a nationals was, amplifying it into a, a show that could attract people who weren't just normal normal car people like me. Well, he just had that personality that you just were drawn to him. Like, he said it how it was. He didn't bullshit about anything. He was just a genuine guy. Chick's second gear and just hold it there until you get to the other end. At the end of the day, what it was, I really didn't know what I was doing. You beauty. People hated cars coming in on trailers. They'd call them trailer queens and all that. Trailer queens? I've heard that one plenty of times, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I always, I always said I'm a trophy hunter, so it didn't matter much to me. Volvo thinks the design of a car should be as intelligent as the person who drives it. <laughs> Yeah, look, he's an in, in, incredible guy, Chick Henry, and I'm just proud to say that he's, he's my friend and still is today. He'd come down to the burnout track. Now, this was a memory, and he always wore his white shirt, and I used to say to him, you of all people, what a dickhead. Who would wear a white shirt to a burnout track? It was pretty wild for me because I was still quite young at the time and up yeah, I just couldn't believe what was going on. It was one hell of a party that Chick was putting on, that's for sure. Chick's always called it the tribes. There's the show car tribe and there's the street car tribe and there's the burnout tribe and that's pretty much what it's like. There wasn't a great deal of, you know, out of control and competitive type cars. Probably just a growing Captain Cubbo season around. Yeah, well, it was pretty awesome, then. Some guy jumped over the fence and said, I've got a belt that'll fit your car. <laughs> you beauty. We had this old workshop in Queanbeyan that sometimes we'd work through the night, getting everything done with the entries coming through. It'll have the DNA of Chick in it long after we've all finished talking about it or doing it. And hopefully it'll have a bit of our as well. The Summonats exists beyond anyone who owns it or runs it. It exists only in the hearts of the people who attend it. Yeah, and I, I reiterate that, you know, what Andy said, you know, that, that's what it is. We, we do it for the people. We, we do it for this massive community who, you know, we've created this thing that brings so much enjoyment to so many people. Planning on being part of the world's wildest car festival but haven't got your entry in? Entries to Street Machine Summon X34, proudly supported by Rare Spares, are limited to 2,000 and will sell out very soon. With limited entrant passes remaining, some people will miss out. So don't delay. Head to the website and lock in your spot before they're all gone.